I'm taking it back to 2009 with that incredible song, which is uh, Taylor Swift uh, singing for the VMA Side Story, which is a sort of a play on West Side Story, which I'm sure many of you know who love musical theater and or that film, um, for the 2009 VMA Awards, which is why I'm literally obsessed with that. I actually play it probably like 50 times a year just because I love, well, I love Taylor Swift and I also love West Side Story. So the marriage of both of them is just incredible. Um, but anyways, happy Tuesday, everybody. It is I, the mistress of pop culture, Andrew DeVitri, coming at ya from my bed where I just finished my dinner. I'm fully stocked up on waters and frozen food and shout out, huge shout out to Trader Joe's and West Hollywood for keeping their shelves stocked. Shout out and my love and, and most eternal gratitude to the grocery store workers, um, the people who are literally the heroes of this time, um, because they were put, they were putting themselves at risk by working at the grocery store. And you know what's so incredible is that not only are they doing an incredible job, but they're just so nice and they're not mean. They're always uh, spraying everything down, um, you know, in between people. And I just, I can't even believe how grateful I am. And I think when all of this passes, um, I think that, you know, a lot of um, systems need to be changed in terms of, you know, how well people are being paid. And instead of grocery store workers being paid, you know, minimum wage, they should be paid at least, you know, $50,000 a year and make a full-time living off of it, given how hard they are working during this time. And I mean, I've never been somebody who has ever been rude to service people. I'm very polite because my first job ever when I, in my sophomore year of high school, I worked at a CVS because I got a car from my parents and they're like, well, we're not going to give you this nice car. It was a BMW X5. Um, yes, that was fabulous. Um, my parents were like, we're not going to give you this nice car and you now have a job because we want you to know what it's like to have to work. And, you know, <clears throat> even though my parents were very generous, they were like, you have to know what, you have to have work ethic. So, my first job ever was at the CVS in Massachusetts, and it was I worked there for four months of my life, and then I segued into doing a lot of theater. So I didn't really have I didn't have the time to do a job, but you know, doing theater is obviously a job. Um, but anyways, it was the hardest job I've ever had, and it taught me a lot about service, pe- the, wor- the uh, world of service, and being nice to people. Because um, you know, overall, most people were nice, but occasionally you get very condescending people, and I feel like uh, okay, that's why. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, shout out to the you know those people because I'm just so grateful. So. Yeah. Anyways, it's Tuesday. Um, I hope everybody's having a good week uh, working from home. And if you're not working from home, then I hope you're, you know, staying safe and healthy and whatnot. Um, it's been uh, kind of a weird week, actually, a bit more positive for me. And even though, you know, the news. And actually, I have to say, why, for me personally, the week's been a little bit better is because I'm not paying attention that, to the news that much. I mean, I read it at least once a day, but as opposed to looking at it every hour and sort of refreshing CNN and Fox News and, you know, ABC. I just, you know, go about doing my business. I do my work. I watch my TV shows. I spread Housewives. I'm almost at the end of season one, which is amazing because I haven't watched it since high school. Um, I went for a nice walk, you know, completely self-isolated away from everybody. Um, And then I went to the grocery store, got a car wash, drove on the highway for a few miles just to, you know, refresh myself and just sort of escape and music and whatnot. You know, it's really nice. It's really cathartic. So I hope everybody has the opportunity to do that same stuff too, just to um, you know, keep your mental sanity. Um, because quite honestly, <laughs> times are tough. But anyway, so the reason why I started today's episode with Taylor Swift VMA side story, shout out to YouTube for having that. Um, the user is X Carter Mason. So thank you so much for having that video up for me because I just love it and adore it. Is because I have a little bit of an update, uh, adding an addendum to the story or sort of what the episode focused around yesterday, Sunday's episode, which was that Taylor Swift addresses what really matters after Kanye West feud is reignited. Okay, I'm gonna, this is from E News. So as you guys know, well, I'm sure you, if you don't know, but I'm sure you do know, many of you, that the entire um, leaked video, the entire 30-minute video of Taylor on the phone with Kim, 
um, with Kanye West was leaked online. How? I don't know. By whom? I don't know. But I'm sure, you know, Kanye West is not happy about that. Although, okay, I'm going to talk about that after. But um, anyways, as we all know, back in 2016, the whole Twitter uh, came released on Snapchat. uh, Excerpts from the video, which, you know, we now know to be doctored in a way. Um, it was released, making Taylor Swift look like she didn't know anything about Kanye West's song. But today, yesterday, or over the weekend, the entire video was leaked, which goes to show that things were definitely taken out of context, meaning Taylor Swift, justice for Taylor Swift, she's proven innocent, and all along she was right, and she just addressed the video uh, that was released over the weekend on her story today. So I'm going to read this article, and without further ado, here we go. Start of the story. Story number one. E! News. Taylor Swift addresses what really matters after Kanye West's views are ignited. For the last time, Taylor Swift would like to still be excluded from this narrative. Days after the alleged audio from a now infamous phone conversation between her and Kanye West leaked online, Swift is addressing the matter publicly for the first time. Quote, this is her story on Instagram. You can probably, you can see this as well. Uh, Instead of answering those who are asking about how I feel about the video footage that leaked, the singer wrote via Instagram stories, proving that I was telling the truth the whole time about um, you know, emphasis on the call, you know, the one that was illegally recorded that somebody edited and manipulated in order to frame me and put me, my family, and fans through hell for four years. Swipe up to see what really matters. Swift sent her flowers uh, to the website for Feeding America, the nonprofit food, the, ne- the nonprofit network of food banks aiding those impacted by the coronavirus pandemic. The World Health Organization and Feeding America are some of the organizations I've been donating to. If you have the ability to, please join me in donating during the crisis, she added. Um, just always so classy, you know, such a classy move, and she's a classy gal, and um, and I'm, I'm sure many people are picking one side or the other, but to me, this is just proof that, you know, she went through hell for nothing, and obviously it changed her as a person, and she's admitted that, that, you know, she was in a really dark place, which is why, you know, that whole reputation tour came out and was a sort of a darker tone, but I liked it, because artists, all humans are, you know... We're always evolving and changing, and you know, life throws weird things at us. For example, life now is throwing an invisible enemy to all of us in the world right now. We're all sort of at a standstill, but this, you know, was obviously a very traumatizing time for Taylor. But again, I said in my last episode too, and I'm going to say it again. I'm a huge fan of the Kardashians. I'm a huge fan of um, Kanye West, massive fan. Uh, and I've said this many times too. My favorite song by him is "All Falls Down." That music video is genius, and I'm a huge fan of Taylor Swift too. Because Love Story is one of my favorite songs, so it's just it's hard for me as a fan of both of them to sort of see them feuding. But I hope one day. This can all pass. I hope it is addressed. I hope Kim K and Taylor Swift literally talk, although I doubt that's ever going to happen, because Taylor Swift, as amazing as she is, she holds a grudge. You know, girl holds a grudge, but I hold a grudge too, um, and I understand that. So anyways, okay, to continue the story. Late Friday night, the internet produced never-before-seen footage of Kanye calling Taylor to get uh, to take her, to get her take on a lyric referencing the pop star in his 2016 track, Famous, after the song came out. Um, which included the line, quote, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex, slash why I made that bitch famous. Kim Kardashian showed an edited version of their phone call in hopes of proving to fans that Taylor approved the lyrics. And then Taylor has always maintained that Kanye never told she'd be referred to as a, quote, bitch in the song. The newly leaked uh, video revealed at one point during the call, Kanye warned Taylor about a, quote, very controversial line. Um, later adding, now it's like my wife's favorite effing line. So it says to all my south side ends, as uh, that know me best, I feel like Taylor Swift might owe me sex. Um, that's not mean. She responded with a laugh, telling Kanye, I'm glad it's not mean, though, but like, oh my God, the buildup you gave it, I thought it was going to be like that stupid dumb bitch, but it's not. So this is where the story gets controversial. These, the controversial, and this is my words, not E's story. Um, you can tell in the audio 
Taylor is very uncomfortable with what's going on. At least I can tell because you just can feel it. I mean, there's pauses and she's laughing and it's like an awkward laugh. It's like an uncomfortable laugh. It's like, I think probably she was probably intimidated by Kanye West. Kanye was, you know, very convincing in this case. And, you know, Kanye's a real artist. And you're saying, this is an artist. This is a piece of art. This is an art. And he's obviously leveraging the fact, he's trying to leverage the fact that Taylor has so many followers and that she's so popular and her numbers are probably higher than his um, at the time, I don't know if they are now. I don't know if they're equal. He has more. I'm sure that nobody has more than Taylor Swift. I mean, it's Selena. It's like Kim, Selena, all these stars, starlets, I should say, have mass mass fan followings um, in terms of their numbers on Instagram and social media. Whatnot. But anyways, I say I'd like to say Kanye was asking Taylor to basically use her numbers to help him promote the number. And then, of course, the rest is history and that everybody sort of sided with Kanye and Taylor sort of had this dark evolution, which I loved again, but now uh, I guess she is putting a pen in it, as I say, but I am wondering, oh, this is what I was going to say earlier, but then I changed the subject because I'm like all over the place of this story, but I literally love it. I love it so much because it's taking all of our minds off of what you know, was really going on in the world today, but I, Kim did story today, but she was with Chris and her fabulous kitchen, six feet away, of course, talking about so, social distancing and whatnot, but she hasn't addressed it, and I'm sure they're a little bit embarrassed by it, but I'm also thinking that they're maybe happy that the coronavirus epidemic is eclipsing any sort of outrage that the story would cause, and I'm sure they're going to deal with it in privacy. But I don't know if Keeping Up with the Kardashians is still filming during the time, given you know the fact that we can't be near people. And obviously, uh, you know, if they're with their film crew, they'd be bringing strangers into not strangers into their house, but they'd be bringing outside you know germs and whatnot into your house. Although I did read a really interesting thing from a friend uh, who I'm following on Instagram, his stories with regards to myths and facts, which uh, I might read you at the end of the episode, um, you know, just to clarify some stuff. But I'm trying hard to, like, make these stories not about the coronavirus. But, you know, I can't help it since there's so much going on in the world right now. But anyways, we're going to have a word from our sponsors and we're going to go on to the next story. All right, so here's a word from our sponsor, Anchor. Holy mother of God. Okay, Kim just responded. Okay, literally, as I was uh, putting out the sponsorship, Kim literally just responded, and I said earlier in the episode that Kim didn't respond, but literally, I'm amending my statement to this, and I'm going to read you the stories. Kim literally just posted her Instagram stories. I'm literally screaming. I just read the story. It was the first story I read on E! News, and it's literally crazy, and I'm going to scream, and you guys, without further further ado, Kim addressed the situation, and I'm going to read you the stories. Okay, I'm literally, I'm sorry, I'm so hyped, and I'm so excited about all this, but it's because there's literally nothing else going on in the world that matters more than this. Okay, here we go. Kim Kardashian West addressed what is going on with Taylor Swift 51 minutes ago. And there's a few stories here, but bear with me. Okay. At Taylor Swift has chosen to reignite an old exchange that at this point in time feels very self-serving given the suffering millions of real victims are facing right now. I didn't feel the need to comment a few days ago, and I'm actually really embarrassed and mortified to be doing it right now. But because she continues to speak on it, I feel I'm left without a choice but to respond because she's actually lying. She is actually lying. Okay, this is the second story. To be clear, the only issue I ever had around the situation was that Taylor lied through her publicist who stated that Kanye, that quote, Kanye never called to ask for permission. They clearly spoke, so I let you all see that. Nobody ever denied the word, quote, bitch was used without her permission. At the time when they spoke, the song had not been fully written yet. But as everyone can see in the video, she manipulated the truth of their actual conversation in her statement when her team said she, quote, declined and cautioned him about releasing a song with such a strong misogynistic message. This is the next story. The lie was never about the word bitch. It was always whether there was a call or not in the tone of the conversation. I never edited the footage. Another lie. Um, and before I finish the story, I'm going to take back what I said that Kim 
doctored it. I guess she didn't. So I take my work back. See, as a true fan, I'm willing to admit when I'm wrong. Okay, um, Kim then says, I never edited the footage, another lie. I only posted a few clips on Snapchat to make my point in the full video that recently leaked doesn't change the narrative. Uh, the next story is to add Kanye is an artist. Kanye, as an artist, has every right to document his musical journey and process, just like she recently did through her documentary. Kanye has documented the making of all of his albums for his personal archive. However, has never released any of it for public consumption, and the call between the two of them would have remained private or would have gone in the trash had she not lied and forced me to defend him. And this is the last story. This will be the last time I speak on this because honestly, nobody cares. Sorry to bore you with all this. I know you are dealing, I know you are all dealing with more serious and important matters. Kim Kardashian West, you are literally just a heroine in all this. Okay, now I have many thoughts about this. I'm going to go to E! News really quick and see if E! News made this their top story. Of course, TMZ did because interestingly enough, as I've said many a time, and many people know this, that TMZ sort of is in the pocket, Chris Jenner is literally in the pocket of TMZ, Harvey Levin, you know, they're besties. But um, I'm actually going to say that TMZ didn't post anything about this when Taylor Swift sort of, um, this initially came out on Friday, they never posted it, but, you know, of course, when Kim responds, it's posted. I'm gonna, I have a lot of thoughts about this now. You guys, I had two other stories, but, you know, pretty much this is gonna be my entire episode, so the other stories will just have to wait. Um, okay. Sorry, I'm just playing up the article here on E, just so I can see the stories again, because I don't wanna keep, have to keep clicking out of the app. Um, okay. First and foremost, I like that she said that the world is dealing with more issues right now, because it's very true. But, I think, and I said this sort of in my episode on Sunday night with regards to this, there's always three sides of the truth. Oh, well, there's always three sides to every story. In this case, it's Taylor's side, Kim's side, and the truth. Maybe four. Taylor, Taylor's side, Kanye's side, Kim's side, and uh, the truth. But obviously, Kim is the wife of Kanye, so she's going to defend her man. I get that. Totally understand it, and that's totally justified. I don't understand why... If one of them is accusing of lying and the other one is accusing them of... Okay, so here's the thing. Taylor didn't... Ugh, I'm just... I gotta pull up these stories. Give me one second. You know what? TMZ does a better job of, like, reiterating this. I'm literally just so... I don't know. Okay, now I'm heading over to, heading over to TMZ really quick. Um, okay. Okay. Taylor Swift said, instead of answering those who are asking how I feel about the video footage, here's the blah, 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 blah. Oh, the, the sort of jab that Kim probably... That upset Kim, which is why it probably caused her to, you know post her own narrative, was when Taylor posted, you know, um, in her first Instagram story, you know, the one that was illegally recorded that somebody edited and manipulated in order to frame me and put me and my family through hell through the first four years. Okay. Kim made a very valid point and that artists record their stories, um, meaning the video footage that came out of Kanye West called Taylor. He was documenting an album, uh, making a dis- just like Taylor Swift's album uh, process or uh, was on Netflix. Artists do that. Totally get it. I understand that. Now, Kim says here, I never edited the footage, another lie. I only posted a few clips on Snapchat to make a point in the full video that recently leaked doesn't change the narrative. You know what? Kim's absolutely right because you know what? She posted on Snapchat, so maybe she edit, finished the... Because on Snapchat, you have, what, 30 seconds to record and then it goes to the next to the next. Maybe Kim stopped, uploaded, stopped, uploaded, went to different parts of it. But maybe... I guess that's not... That's not dock... Uh, what do you call it? That's not... Uh, what are you not docking it? It's not manipulating the story. It's just editing different p- portion of the conversation. I think she's obviously going to defend her man. She has every right to. Um, Kim uh, Kim defended Kanye recording the call without Taylor's permission, saying, quote, Kanye's documented the making of all of his albums for personal archive. Oh, yes. Okay. This was all used for personal archive. Maybe maybe they were never going to use it. Maybe Kanye was 
after this phone call was recorded via video footage, he was saying, okay, well, this is just a private conversation. We have it on footage because we're recording everything, just like a reality show. I'm sure Kim, for keeping up with the Kardashians, since they're, all the girls are producers and Kris Jenner, they're like recording something that doesn't want to be, that they don't want edited or put out there. They're probably just like, scrap this. We have it. Just don't ever let it get out. And they have the power to do that. Maybe Kanye West had the same thing here, but maybe somebody on Kanye's team went rogue and released this you know, footage in its entirety. And Kim was only going to post the excerpts back in 2016 to prove her husband's innocence. Now, I totally understand it from that point of view. That's the thing here. I, I see this from both parties' um, point of views, POVs. So I understand why Taylor's upset. And I understand why Kim is defending her man. I understand why Kanye's upset. Obviously, Kanye's not going to speak on it. Kim's going to speak from it because Kim's like the PR girl of the Kardashian film. You know, she's the one that rose them, was the reason why they all rose to fame. Understandably so. She's like you know, the PR maven. Let me just see here what else. Um... This is the, the beginning of the article here. It says Kim Kardashian West says Taylor Swift has left her no choice but to set the record straight. You know what? All of this I say all this to say this is literally just it's bad. I mean, oh yeah, Kim also said she's not going to speak about it again. I totally understand that. I think they just have to have a sit down and phone conversation about it. And you know what? This is something I don't think the general public will ever ever find out about if they do talk about it. But I think literally this is going to be bad blood forever. And I'm sure a great song is going to be coming coming out of this or and or you know whatnot a story from the Kardashians. I. When Kanye did release Famous, the final lyrics were different. West wrapped. I feel like me and Taylor already said that. Um, let's see here. Uh, oh, okay. I'm, I'm reading this from Team Z. Sorry. Uh, clearly, t- Taylor's message didn't sit well with Kim. Taylor Swift's chosen to reignite the old exchange. Blah, 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 blah. She's actually lying. To be clear, the only issue I ever had around the situation was Taylor lied through her publicist who stated that, quote, Kanye never called to ask permission. They clearly spoke, so I let you all see that nobody ever denied the word bitch was used without her permission. Okay. So Taylor always said that was used without her permission, and then Kim said she never denied that. Okay. Um, Taylor's, uh, Kim continues in her statement when her team said she, quote, declined and cautioned him about releasing a song with such strong misogynistic message. The lie was never about the word bitch. It was always whether there was a call or not in the tone of the conversation. Um, okay, and then Taylor here said, instead of answering those who... Uh, I'm sorry, I have to go literally back and forth because literally I'm processing this and recording this at the same time. And I usually just read something and process it and then I record it. But this is literally happening in real time, you guys, even though this episode is going to come out tomorrow. I just can't even... This is like literally the coolest thing that's ever happened. This is probably my favorite episode I've ever recorded. What, 10 people are going to listen to it because literally we're all in quarantine times. So everybody's stressing out watching TV shows and self-isolating and crying. But you know what? This is like the biggest story of the day. So I'm just literally screaming here. I'm going to read what Taylor said again. She posted this earlier today. Instead of answering those who are asking how I feel about the video footage that leaked, proving that I was telling the truth the whole time about, quote, the call, uh, you know, the one that was illegally recorded with that somebody edited and manipulated in order to frame me and put me... Okay, so I think Kim's taking stake with the fact that Taylor said it was illegally recorded and somebody edited because she's obviously pointing at Kim. And I think Taylor is upset at the fact that Kim is defending her man and literally they just have different points of views. And I don't... How does this... How does TMZ end this? Um, Kim also defended... Kanye recording the call without permission, quote, saying Kim is documented. Oh, yeah. Esther, whether or not the back and forth will continue, Kim says she's just speaking about it. Okay. Um, let me think here. Hold on. I'm just, like, racking my brain for, like, literally every little insight I have about this because I don't know what happened, but I do know what happened. I think here that Ellen DeGeneres, since Ellen is a big friend of the, Ken- the Kardashians and she's a fan of Taylor Swift, I think she needs to bring them all together and literally, literally have Ellen's court. Or I think Judge Judy could bring the Kardashians and Taylor Swift together and have justice with Judge Judy and like literally hammer all this out. Because Judge Judy, I feel like, would be an impartial judge. Because maybe Judge Judy, she may know who the Kardashians are and I'm sure she knows who Taylor Swift is. 
Um, but I feel like she could be an impartial judge. Or you know what? They could all... Uh, they, I know how to get away with murder ended, but maybe Annalise Keating, played by the incomparable Viola Davis, could literally come to Judge Judy's court there and sit to and help um, strategize with either one of these two parties about what to do here moving forward. Because I do think that this narrative does need to end. But I also think that maybe both parties should apologize to one another because obviously Kim is defending her man and she doesn't think that Taylor is so disunderstanding the point of it. And I also think that on the, on the off spectrum of this, on the other side of this, the opposite point of view, Taylor is very upset because she thinks that Kanye was using her and manipulated a lie uh, for her, you know, quote unquote, I guess, essential demise, which may have happened in 2016. But I don't think Taylor Swift ever had a demise. I think Taylor Swift just literally had a huge pivot, in the words of Ross Geller from Friends, of her career, which I think is okay. But I think what both parties need to do is literally cool off. We are literally going through, going through a pandemic. And I really like that Kim said that I know that the world is going through a crisis right now and everybody has other bigger, bigger problems on their hands. But literally, that's what Taylor Swift said. She says, I know this isn't what anybody wants to talk about right now, but this is, like, literally what's going on. Um, now, let me see here. I'm sure this is just, like, going to be the biggest story of the day. Um, let's see here. Let me just go back to E! News, because E! is, like, on the Kardashian. E! is, like, K. Um, this is, like, just crazy. Oh, God. Kim and Taylor are both so pretty. They should just do a modeling campaign together and literally bury the hatchet. Um, Kim Kardashian was has spoken... I'm sorry, I'm literally reading this again. Um, oh, okay, I like that she said, at this point in time, it feels like very self-serving, given the suffering of millions of real victims right now, facing right now. You know, she definitely said that to make herself not seem like she's catty, which I believe she's not. I just think that she's literally... It's like, the same thing happens to me. It's like, if I ever found out somebody was talking bad about me and literally we were in the middle of a crisis, I'd have to be like, put a pin in that, honey, because literally the world is suffering and I can't, but I can't stay silent about stuff like that, you know? It's just too hard. You know, you guys, I think that time will tell what happens. I don't know if Taylor's going to respond to this, but who knows? We might get a really good song out of it. We might get a video or maybe they're going to meet up in like divorce court and literally figure out what the hell to do. So until then, you guys, I think we're just going to have to take this for what it is. Kim, I totally understand. You're justified for what you're saying, Taylor. Same with you, girlfriend. I think you guys are both class acts, sort of initiating the true enemy here, which is the coronavirus fact, and that you don't want to sort of usurp what's really going on in the world and the world's real problems with your own personal, you know, issues with issues with one another. But either, girls, just move on from it. That's all we got to do is move on. So I don't know, you guys. Now, I'm just trying. My phone is like frozen, which I hate. Um, but anyways, I'm going to go watch Frozen and go to bed. So good night, everybody. Have a great Tuesday and ta-ta.